Welcome to episode number 32 of the Digital Advertising Podcast. It's a brand new year. It's a brand new us. Uh, my name is Chris Clark. I'm sitting here with my super producer, Connor Sage, Hello. and a fresh, fresh face to the podcast for this iteration, Miss Gabby Krupa, our intern. We just strapped her up to our mic within her first day of interning here. So how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm, I'm really good. <laughs> I it's, uh, I'm stoked to literally put you under the microphone your first hour here. But Winnie's currently in a meeting, so hopefully she'll be able to join us. And if not, she'll be on the next show. But we were doing a little pre-production meeting as, like I said, Gabby's first hour here. I was like, yo, grab your notebook. These are the websites that we find trends and topics on. Go to town. And then we just started going down a rabbit hole of... Holy moly, I'm 34. Connor's literally like 21, 22, 23, 24. I don't know. Gabby is Gen Z. So she's a sophomore in college right now. And my mind is being blown on what people are into. So I kind of wanted to dive into all of that. We were going to talk about cookies going away and uh, all kinds of stuff. And we can still do that, but that stuff's kind of boring. Um, let's dive right into this though. So uh, as a 34-year-old man and growing up in the MySpace Facebook, Instagram, early, like really the bubbling of social media. You, we were just talking about like, first and foremost, the, uh, TikTok side of things. Like I barely use TikTok. Like, is it still relevant for somebody that's in college? Is that like, what, what do you feel like most of your friends and yourself are like? On? Oh, definitely. Um, I'd say a lot of us are on TikTok or like Instagram reels are getting really big. Um, a lot of companies are using those as well to promote okay. different things. Um, so gosh, I don't, I need some direction here. This is no, my no, first podcast I know, ever. No, listen, this is great because like, so if you're, oh, first podcast ever. First, first podcast in my, my whole world, my oh, whole life. Oh, that's awesome. Podcast virgin. This is the first time Connor's ever talked in a podcast too. Except for the first time, which we cut out. It's okay though. Connor makes everything amazing. And I figured Connor literally pulls the levers and, and makes all the magic happen in our ad ops team. So with, with a handful of others, but he is so knowledgeable in this space and figured we can talk all about this stuff, but like, let us be your Sherpas through this podcast, Gabby. Um, so in regards to these apps, so like we were just saying your friends send you a bunch of old dudes dancing to Russian music. So like with social media and what folks are into, and then you were telling me about tea thing. So like, what are the things that are on TikTok? Cause like when I grew up, people were just doing stupid shit or getting hurt on apps. Now it's like a whole lifestyle. Yeah. So I'd say everyone's TikTok feed is made for them. So like I will get a bunch of videos of girls like doing get ready with me which is where they put their phone in front of them and like do their makeup while they tell you a story about their life or their friend or their boyfriend or anything like that. Um, and I'll get some funny ones of like people doing some skits, some improv, some little bits that they like to do, or like a bunch of lists lately since the new year has come around. People have been posting like my 2024 ins and outs. Yeah. Um, I noticed that. So that's like, literally folks are just talking about what's in and what's out for this year. And what's out. Jeans are out. Mini skirts are in. Note Ooh, that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Jean, I'll get a lot of mini skirts for the spring coming up here. <laughs> yes. But then my friends will send me some other things. My one friend is on like bean TikTok, where it's just videos of like baked beans. Wait, bean TikTok? <laughs> bean talk. There's bean a bunch talk. of different little streams. Yeah, that, of that's that's kind of what I was diving into is like, that's the beauty of this is like, there's genres to everything and there's communities to everything, but now it's like getting as deep as 
bean talk. Oh, yeah. There's some she sends me. It's just videos of frogs, like, animated dancing. Sometimes it's, like, older men just dancing to, like, some random videos. Or it's, like, the people. Like, she also, we were in choir in high school, so she will send me, like, singing ones that I'll get, like, randomly. But it's always just there's always something different. And sometimes I'll just text her. I'm like, what are you on? Like, what TikTok are you on right now? And, like, yeah. how do what, I get on the, that? What is this algorithm? Like, <laughs> because yeah. I want want to be on your wavelength there. Let me ask you this, like one of the trends that I've seen over the last couple of years is that a lot of like Gen Z or, or younger, they use TikTok or YouTube to search to learn how to do things as opposed to Google. Oh, yeah. Do you do that? Uh, I personally don't. I use, would, usually would just Google things, mm-hmm. but there is a lot of learning that can be done on TikTok. Uh, which can be good and bad, but yeah, because uh, some like especially let's, let's talk about some of the good things. <laughs> yeah. like, what do you find as like a, a student or you know as as a, a Gen Z you know individual? Right? Yeah, so a bunch of other students will always post like things at different colleges. It could be really useful to see what other people are doing at the time, like studying different just things that That's could cool. be useful in your day to day life. Um, some people have been getting like political TikToks, so it'll just help you be in the know of like what's going on instead of looking at a news like website or like watching the news on tv like we don't usually do that yeah um so that can be useful that could also be kind of bad though because then you're only kind of seeing the side that's aimed for you mm-hmm. um no that's yeah. that's actually I, I, it's like because we were talking again before like political is obviously going to be in everybody's face this year it's going to be insane from a ad standpoint what people are talking about but also i like that your age demographic does do that but i also would hope and i think me and again this is where we'll talk about the ipad babies in a second but like and connor i don't know you let me know but like i would hope that y'all from you know and again i'm i've been through a couple different presidential elections but like over the last eight years it's been so overwhelming from a information and overload it's like i'm so tired so it is like make decisions myself and look at things myself. So if like TikTok has folks aimed towards you, I would also hope you're looking at other ways to make yourselves informed as opposed to probably, and sorry, mom or dad or anybody else, Fox News is what they're going to tell me or CNN's what they're telling me. And that's like not necessarily the best route. You need to open your mind. A little I bit. would definitely hope other people are doing their own research. That makes me feel a little bit better. So yeah, no, I know. So I think there still are individual creators who like prompt pose themselves as delivering like unbiased news on TikTok and using shorts, especially because you can act like you're learning a whole bunch in like one minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely sort of still thinking for you. So yeah, that's not know. good. Though. There's like, I don't know. I don't know if you've heard of like ground news. There's, there's huh, like new yeah. platforms trying to like kind of give you like a 30,000 foot view only report on like what people are reporting on. So looking at it objectively. Right. Which um, it, it, again, like as like gets like election time, like you notice like which certain like social issues are getting more headline space and yeah. Which again, I mean, we live in America, and you should be able to think and believe with whatever you want without consequences. But at the end of the day, too, like there is a lot of different ways to misinform people, and especially in the digital and social space, as you've seen over the last eight years. Like I remember when I first got into this space, it was like even prior to like. Gosh, I mean, this is 2016 election. And like, I mean, I've been already working in digital marketing for a while, but it was like back way before the internet, newspapers would serve different new, like front pages at different areas to sway different opinions and messages. And it's like with hyper targeted ads, 
no shit somebody could just create a page and then serve a sponsored ad in an area with something very vile or misleading. And yeah, to cut down on that and to figure out ways to do that, it's it's a really scary thing, but it's also like with if anybody could do it, the people that are alive right now in this generation, you would hope be able to figure that type of shit out. But it is kind of nice to hear that there are other ways for people to consume this type of stuff. So, I mean, like for you as a, as a Gen Zer, where do you get your news from? Like, um, I get it from Twitter, which is not the best place, but like, it allows me at least go to different areas like of the internet. Uh, I try to just check a bunch of different sources on usually just online. If I'm ever at my parents' house and they have like a certain TV channel on, I can definitely tell, I can definitely tell where I sway and differ from them. Um, But in my household, we were never like told what to believe. So I've just kind of figured it all out myself. Um, But there's just definitely things where I can kind of tell where I'm leaning on certain topics. And then I just look into it more if I'm curious about certain policies or anything like that that might be going on. I love it. I I still think it's good to occasionally check like what the big news outlets are saying just as an objective, like. Totally. What are they pushing? Why? Absolutely. I think that's like the best best way to go about it is like look at everything. Right. I mean, we're in the on the advertiser side, so the red tape around election advertising and social issues is annoying, but it does seem like it's for a, a, a good end goal. You know what? Actually, that's a great point, Connor. So for folks that are like not necessarily in the weeds as we are, what are like restrictions that you get put up? All, like, cause it's in yeah. people. If you're listening to this, like. The team gets hit with this shit every single – I mean, you could put one little ad up with something not even related to political, housing, income, race, or whatever, and get flagged. But, like, what do you? What are pushbacks you get? No, you're not. Yeah, the most annoying thing is when the service or the actual product you're advertising for is not for the violation. It Whatever, you know, copy you're using, your descriptions or your – your images, they can get flagged just like by ha- happenstance. By it's algorithms that are looking at this stuff, you know, it's not necessarily people. I mean, in certain cases, I, I bet there is, but like for this, like a scrub of something. Yeah, most of know? it's just AI, yeah. machine learning, and then big issues get taken to people. But yeah, um, cannabis-related things, uh, reproductive rights, even just mentioning them, mentioning them in like an unrelated advertisement uh, that's going to get you. That's mostly, mostly social, right? Yeah. Yeah. On the social platforms. Well, and to that point though, like that's kind of the, uh, the beautiful, beautiful thing about programmatic is we nerd back out about the different sides of these technologies, but like with programmatic, again, it's the open internet. There's a lot more freedom in who we can target. Walled gardens of social media are controlled by those entities. They make these laws. I also feel like with social media, there's a lot of, like guns against their head in a way of like you f- you kind of feed off of what the community's saying in a way i mean and it's like if something's happening it's kind of there at the mercy of that and it's like with the open internet it's still the wild wild west of like who the hell's regulating all of this right now but i know there is catches and catch-alls for like again really crazy shit going out there but again it's not like yeah. the social side it must be tough for meta because on one hand, all this discourse and like polarization drives more engagement, more impressions, more eyeballs, more but, but they also you, you can't let it. Evil person. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get, get taken off of Facebook in two seconds. The algorithm is going to listen to us if we post this on Instagram. Zuckerberg's like comes in, jujitsu's it up, dude. Oh, I saw Elon 
Actually, never mind. I didn't see Elon do anything. I, <laughs> I haven't seen them in, in any fighting things lately, but uh, I, I don't think they're going to. Man. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I know we just went down a little bit of a rabbit hole, but um, so I guess let's let's dig a little bit deeper into Gen Z here. So iPad babies, you just like blew my mind with that a little bit as, as somebody, as a dad of a two-year-old, I, I understand like what screens do to do to these kids. And I'm like fighting that right now, but like, why are you, why, why are you worried about iPad babies? I think it speaks more into like the parenting styles rather than the technology. Um, but I just am scared to have kids. Like I also, I've seen a bunch of TikToks in my feed of people making like rules for what they're going to have for their kids. Like a bunch of people in my generation are deciding that their kids won't get screens until later mm. uh, and different things like that. But even just like at work or in public, if I see a kid at a restaurant that's like crying and can't eat a meal without like a, a screen, screen or like big headphones constantly. Um, but they're just so... They just don't listen and like mm-hmm. they have no authority figure who is really like it's bluey. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know, like at least my family, like we respected my mom. She said, like, shut up, like you're you're gonna shut up. Yeah. Um but yeah, and then I guess like people are oh, and then for like teachers and stuff and like for sending my kids to school in the future whenever I have them, like I'm worried about like all the amounts of technology that they have access to. Kids are like acting way different at a younger age than they did when I was in school. And I'm sure for when you're in school and they're being exposed to so many different new ideas that they, it might just all seem like a little bit confusing and like too much. You have like, they're finding out Santa Claus really early. And they're like exploring different things that I maybe wasn't introduced to until like way later. That's maybe changing how they see the world and how they act and how they treat other people. Yeah. No, that's a good point. That's scary to think that. But um I, I think like it is uh it's cool to hear that like people your age are like thinking of like, okay, we're going to not introduce a screen until this with a kid, you know, and it's um it's a tough thing. Like honestly, like it is like as a as a parent, it is like we literally try to figure out like, okay, here's a guitar, here's a drum, or here's like let's draw and stuff like that, you know, and he only gets the screen at certain times. And I like we have cousins that have like a RV and that's like all they do in the weekends and stuff like that. And I dig that, you know, it's like, you got to have more experiential things, which I think that's all our Christmases are going to be no more gifts or screens. Let's go places. But yeah, screen it's, uh, do y'all ever watch Wally? No. You ever see that movie Wally? I was like, when I saw that, I was like, this is terrifying because that's going to be us. You never saw Wally? Yeah. I have to show Chris this video of a just to, to scare you Let ab- about cook. about Generation Alpha. Okay, I can't really hear him, but is he just laying on the ground looking up, just rocking kids right now? Is that what it is? And it's Fortnite. So these are the kids I lose to, like playing Fortnite, <laughs> yeah. like little actual babies. Yeah, actual babies, like. I remember when you could talk a lot of smack to these kids back in the day and make them cry. And now these kids are making me cry. That's crazy though. Like I didn't even TikTok, man. Yeah. Again, from a parenting standpoint, got to be better parents, man. I'm glad that you're like thinking of this and your, your age groups thinking of this. Cause I've been worried about <laughs> the future and I'm like, man, what are the kids going to do? And you guys were eating Tide Pods at one point. So now, you know, we're, we're talking about some positive stuff. I think that was your generation, but I don't know. What's happening in 2024 on college campuses right now? Um, Jacob Elordi is in. Have you seen Saltburn, the movie? Oh, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard about it. He's like, yeah. Um, is that the main character in it? He kind of. Okay. Um, 
that's in. I see memes all over with that guy, I think. That, um, Have you heard about Soulburn? No. I'm surprised by people who haven't heard about it because I've just seen so much about it lately. It just caused a big disturbance in um, my generation. I follow a lot of like clothing um, meme things on Instagram and he's a lot of like, and he's, he's that guy. And then uh, what's his name? Um, Jeremy Allen White. He's oh, he's, yeah, he's huge right yeah. now too. Yeah. Um, what else is big? What are like, what are like musicians right now? Like what is like, that, that is so hard for me right now because I feel like there's so many musicians like out right now. There's also so many different like there's not like pop music, like popular music is not the most popular music right now at the right. time. It's going to be more like people are exploring like indie, like underground things, even though they're like really popular. They want to be considered Thank like God, like so 2002, 2003 is coming back again, in my opinion. So this is way before y'all's time. But in my space, when my space started, do you guys ever see the light, the layouts of my space ever? So if you like logged into MySpace, one of the best ways or best things about it, in my opinion, was discovering new music. And so they'd have a popular one, they have an indie one or an unsigned one. And to that, it was like, popular music at that time like got so oversaturated from like your boy bands and girl bands and all that shit and now then it was like all right here's the strokes and kings of leon yes. and all of that so ideally i would hope that's They're coming back, back so. they are back uh, there's also a big edm like okay. a bunch of people i know are super into that kind of thing and like festivals and raves yeah. lately raves. um what about bonnaroo and all that is that over coachella is that too oh, oversaturated coachella's like had its time yep. it's moved on um there's just so, so much music, especially being in Charleston. There's just always going to be like live music stuff to go to, to be Not like always. around. You're very spoiled that it's it's popping up while you're here now. So Shout out to the right uh, now. Firefly. Modest Mouse and oh, the Pixies yes. coming. Let's go. Firefly has been crushing it lately. Same with Volvo, or not Volvo, whatever it is. Is it Volvo Stadium? Credit One. Credit One. On Daniel Island. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. hard to say who's what's popular right now it's not going to be your like normal like would you agree agree to that connor a couple years out of school kind of similar to what you were saying about tiktok people are just consuming hyper personalized you know whatever their their lifestyle fits where do you find your music do you i mean let me ask is tiktok where you guys would discover new music like where would you discover new music right now just curious i personally find new music just like spotify discover weekly it's a it's yeah. pretty spot on with like whatever you've been into recently. What about um, your dailies? Have you checked that out? Oh, your day list? Yeah, oh, I think that's pretty cool, actually. I was like, oh my gosh, have you tried that out? All right, let's all take a look at our day list really quick. So, uh, mine today can... is Festival Bluesy Sunday Morning. Love that for me. All right, I'm happy indie hipster afternoon. So, <laughs> yep. Magical Wizard. <laughs> I'll take that. What? Oh. What is like so name to me? Yeah, years. what's Harry's uh, wondrous world? So music from the Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah, I mean John Williams. He's I oh, mean, so you just get down to some John. I yeah. like it. That though. It's I mean, cool. Indiana Jones, Star Wars. Come right. on. I've okay. got Modest Mouse, Pavement, Dinosaur Junior, The Pixies. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday it was Goth New Wave Sunday. Oh, I was like, oh my very gosh, diverse. let's go. Yeah, it's every Sunday, <laughs> every Sunday, baby. Yeah. So yours was what again? Sorry. Festival bluesy Sunday morning. Okay, it says you listen to Americana and indie folk on Sunday morning. So, like, who uh, name some artists really quick? I don't even know any of these artists that are in the top, uh, but it says My Morning Jacket, oh, so the good. Shouting Matches, don't. Fruit Bats, Alabama, 
Alabama shakes. Oh yeah, fruit bats, Alabama shakes, spoon, spoon. Oh yeah, listen to that. That's a Doctor Dog. Doctor Dog. What's yeah, up? there you go. I wish YouTube would do this instead of <laughs> like mindlessly scrolling YouTube shorts. That yeah. it would say like, here's like some like higher quality. Uh-uh. So do you, you watch YouTube regularly? Yes, I am a chronic YouTuber. Like way too much. Your premium. No, I used to, and it was was, it was pre- awesome. if you had pre me too. But when you had premium, could you get more of what we we're talking about? Or no? The biggest thing was just it was ad free, which is well, right. Um, um, but I was like, but well, I, no, no, no more features. Okay, uh, just ad free, and well, yeah, you can play it with like your phone off. You can play videos mm-hmm. without being in the app. Oh, that was always clutch. You could listen to it with your screen closed. Yeah. Yes, man. Gosh, well, listen. I think that's enough for digital advertising today. Um, yeah, I think uh, having Gabby here has been really refreshing and opening up our, our eyes and minds to what the heck is going on in Gen Z and some trends to be looking out for. But we'll uh, we'll have our intern with us uh, as much as we can. Maybe we'll look to change our recording days and then hopefully we'll have Winnie back and Connor on the mic a lot more this year. Gabby, how was your first podcast? Um, I was a little nervous, um, but I feel a lot better now. The fact that we didn't have to stop this thing other than when I messed the introduction up because it's just <laughs> I always get in my head is pretty amazing. You did. You did good. You did good. Thank kid. you. Congrats. Follow us on social media. This podcast is what on Spotify, Apple, pretty much anywhere you get a podcast, wherever you're listening to it now. Um, we're going to have Gabby share it on our social media so all of our college friends can listen to it. And uh, yeah, thanks for just listening to us. Take care.